Welcome everybody to Common Sense Christianity. It's our Thursday show. Decided not to just upload it to Spotify. I'm cutting that song thing. We'll just have a hopefully a three episodes a week thing going on. We'll see how it goes. I can't guarantee it. I missed doing it last week. Um, so I didn't want to go back to it, but Jeff Durbin had another response video. It was mostly directed to Sean McCranny, but yeah, I actually responded to the video me, Steve, and Sean. Uh, did and it was a very brief it wasn't anything in detail but i wanted to play the clip for y'all uh to see what he says and i will respond to it quite briefly their position because it's constantly shifting and changing yeah. and they often act like it, this stuff doesn't matter anyways nobody can know nobody can know um it's one of the things we're not going to get to address it today but there was a short um almost irrelevant uh conversation <laughs> that uh mccraney had with uh, two young men uh, on his uh, on his show, and, um, and there's not much to engage with. Maybe we will. Uh, I, I didn't find anything in there that we no, there wasn't worth. any substance. No, no substance. Yeah. But it's one of the things that sort of it seems to be the theme is like you know we just can't really know. Like nobody knows. And so like how you define Jesus, does it really matter? I mean, you say. Okay, so I'm gonna cut it there. There's a lot of context to it, so I'm not taking them out of context. I'll I'll have this. Uh, show in the link and in the description so he was specifically referring to because i know my words quite well uh he was specifically referring to what i said uh that because i specifically said in that is that i think god is unknowable is he a trinity i think he's a triune god today but has he always been that way or did jesus and the holy spirit come from the father i don't know and frankly i don't care it could be either or. I still worship God the same way. Jesus is God incarnate, just like in the Trinity, just like what Sean says with his modalistic leaning beliefs. The Holy Spirit is still God, whether or not he's existed as a separate personage or um, he has or he's the spirit of the father. Why? Why do we catch ourselves up with this? I mean, when you really break down what little differences we have. And we say, oh, it, it's heresy. Oh, my gosh. I, do, I just tremble at the fact that it's heresy. I mean, I, I find it so ridiculous be, because it is something that we shouldn't be divided over. Now, is there issues with Mormonism, which Jeff Durbin specifically says? Yes, absolutely. I would totally agree with it. But let me suggest to you, and this is just a question. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Is Jesus Christ, the, the Son of God, the the God Man, uh, or or just, let's just leave the God Man out? Do you think that the institutes of religion and theology can really hold back the power of His blood? This is an old song I used to sing when I was in the Southern Baptist Church. It goes like this: There is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood, in the blood. Of the land. And it sounds like I'm not singing it to be beautiful. Um, I'm bad at singing. But uh, but let's take that. It, it, it goes on. There is power, power, power. Wonder working power. In the blood, in the blood. Of the lamb, of the lamb. There is power, power. Wonder working power. In the precious blood of the lamb. So you, so you hear that. There's no, there's no mention 
of oh and there's some theology there's some trinity there 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 there's some uh, eschatology here there there's some all this knowledge of what god is there's this power in the blood and i believe that that is a, that is my belief now when it comes down to it i will debate theology and defend what the bible says all day all day long and anyone that knows me personally knows I will, and I'm very defensive over it because I believe in the sovereignty of God's word. Doesn't mean sola scriptura, but I do believe in the sovereignty of God's word when it comes down to who God is and what Jesus Christ is and has done for us. Now, some things I think are debatable. Some things I don't know, and I will admit it to you. But I will defend the, uh, the clear aspects in my mind of the Bible. Now, let's get to what Jeff is saying. What he's saying is that there is a problem with God being unknowable. And this is my problem with uh, very intelligent people like Jeff, like James White, who are much more intelligent than me. I'm not going to be cocky and be like Quakewell and say, oh, I, I don't know what you've done with your life. I know they are very smart people and very gifted in their talents for God Almighty. I will say that. However, I feel like the people who claim to not only believe in God, to know certain aspects of God, but to know God, to know that he is a trinity, to know that he has existed in the same form um, from past, present, and future, to know that this theological disagreement will not send you to hell, but this one will. I mean, that seems a little arrogant to me. And you could disagree. You're still my brother in the Lord. But when you say our disagreements over very simplistic things, I don't know why people make such big deals over things that are not that big of a deal. They're really not. The things that we disagree about, me and Jeff, are not that huge. Now, I will admit, and I say it as a public apology, uh, in the episode that I responded to Jeff Durbin on, that he clearly watched, I was angry. And it was not righteous anger. So I have to repent to God Almighty for that, which is why I'm much more calm now. I have, I have no anger on my heart right now. I am just speaking to you as a brother in Christ. Jeff is never going to listen to this most likely, but I'm just speaking to you, the audience, about how I feel about this. And I encourage you to go watch my response video on Heart of the Matter. Um, I attacked John Calvin. Is there no substance to that, Jeff Durbin? Because I, the only lens I've heard Calvinism, besides from you, James White, um, and I guess my, not even my history teacher, I don't know what his religious beliefs are, but John Calvin in history class, rightfully so, is portrayed as a very bad guy. So I would have appreciated if you would have responded to the things I said about John Calvin, I would uh, I would have appreciated it as a learning experience. Um, that's all I would have to say on that. But in terms of God being mysterious and unknowable, I fully believe that, and I fully stand by that comment. And I think anyone that does is being an arrogant human being, and is devoid of the fact that this is the God that created the universe and everything in it. And that God is obviously irrefutably uh, complex. And that our human minds can't even comprehend. 
I mean, even defenders of, of full Trinitarianism admit that the reason why it's so complicated for us to comprehend is because we are limited in our human minds to comprehend God. So I, I don't see anything wrong with saying that God is mysterious. Now, he later says in the video uh, that the he basically mocks Christian anarchy, which is in his full right because I mock Calvinism. So I'm not angry at that. And he says, what if, what if someone walked in and said, Jesus is a lizard or the God of lizards or something along those lines, he said. Uh, and first of all, that would kind of ruin what Christianity is because, you know, Christianity is the idea that um, Jesus came down and like died for us as a man. So that wouldn't be Christian anarchy. That would just be some separate belief. That's not what we're saying. We are saying within the realms of the faith that Christ died and was resurrected three days later for our sins. That's Christianity. Nothing more, nothing less. Don't add anything to it, brothers and sisters. That is Christianity. Um, anything within those realms is a matter of personal opinion. Now, do, he says you can just walk in there and not be scrutinized for a belief. Uh, since I go to campus... I work at campus. I'm not paid, but I just say I work there for just easier. It's just easier to say than volunteer uh, for me. Uh, you you will get debated on beliefs. You won't. If you bring up, this is what I believe. Sean would typically be like, oh, that, that's nice. But once you get to know him, these conversations start and disagreements come about. You know how I know? I work with him. And when I first got there for my first interview, he didn't debate any of the things that he fully disagreed with. But now that I know him really well, we debate all the time. All the time. I can't get away with anything he disagrees with. And same with him, with me. It's a We disagree on a lot of things. And guess what? That ends up growing people in knowledge and in faith. They leave that aspect out. And I think it's out of ignorance because they don't go there. And that's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, but to say that beliefs aren't scrutinized or challenged in any way is untrue. In fact, the person who gets their beliefs challenged more than anybody is Sean's. He has a Q&A segment at the end of every one of his, sermon, of his sermons. Now, does Jeff do that? I have no idea. I'm going to flip to his YouTube channel and see if I can find his sermon really quickly. And see if there's a Q&A segment at the end. Let's just see. So his most recent one, Judgment of the Sheep and Goats. I haven't watched it. I don't watch Jeff's sermons. Uh, I didn't want the YouTube video to play. Hopefully that didn't ruin any of the audio on Anchor. Because that sometimes does. Okay, so I'm flipping to the very last aspect of it. And there seems to be no questions. Nope, no questions. Just a sermon. So where's the challenge to Jeff Durbin? Whatever doctrines he holds. That would be the fundamental problem I have. Now it's his church. And I don't say it has anything to do with Christianity. But see, the way we run our church... In the community that we are in, he gets to criticize it. 
because it's not the same as his. That's a problem. Uh, a final point I would like to get to is two of my LDS friends went to watch my show the other day. Um, and then before we started recording, we were getting set up on stage. Uh, Sean said, are you guys inside or outside the faith? And they said, outside. They said, oh, are you LDS? And they said, yes. And he said, oh. And then we get into this show. We do the show. Uh, we take a break. And we're about to record another one. And my friend Bradley has some questions. He asked him. And it was a very fantastic question. Uh, and it got me thinking. And he got me with this one. Sean had an excellent response to it. It was a question of, if God cannot be in the presence of the sin and the Holy Spirit is God, then how can the Holy Spirit be inside of us if we are sinful? And Sean's response to it, and mine was a BS response. I had no idea. I had never thought of it that way before, which is, again, Jeff Durbin, the benefit of a Q&A segment and the benefit of questioning people with different beliefs, even if they're outside the faith. Um, but Sean's response was, since Christ has cleansed us and the Holy Spirit moves in after we've accepted Christ, we are made perfect through Christ, so therefore God is not in our sin. I mean, that's a perfectly reasonable response. Um, and then we told him to write the questions down that he has, and we will get to him in the show. Well, in future shows. So he writes down probably seven, eight, nine, ten questions. And we all put them in the jar of doom. And we will be getting to them in future episodes. And the amazing thing about that is you have no idea where God is going to use that to work for his glory and bring people to him in the future. No idea. But it is the fact that we allow people with different beliefs to come in with their questions and their perspectives to come in to question the person, another person with their beliefs and their perspectives. And we both learn and grow and eventually we grow in the Lord. And I think that is truly the best approach to Christianity on the face of the earth. That is my defense of the work that I do. And it is the reason why I attend so many different churches. Because I want to have things right. And I want to hear different perspectives and change my mind. Changing your mind is a virtue, not a disadvantage. And anyone that claims any differently is ignorant, arrogant, and an enemy of truth. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Common Sense Christianity. We will see you here Sunday. This is the best podcast ever created, Common Sense Christianity. Send me your emails and comments at commonsensechristianitypodcast at gmail.com. God bless you. Stay in prayer, stay in love, and always seek the truth.